It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 65. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Health Daily, the podcast that brings you the best content in health, fitness, and nutrition five days a week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Dr. Neil Malik. Hey everyone, happy Friday. Welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where you can hear some popular blogs covering health and fitness read to you by me, Dr. Neil. But on Fridays, I do something special. I take your audio questions from our website, oldpodcast.com, and play them right here, and then I answer them for you. Now, in case you're new here, I have my doctorate degree in public health. I'm also a registered dietitian nutritionist, and I'm a certified personal trainer, or in my case, exercise physiologist, same thing. And so I'm happy to answer any questions you have. I'm also lead faculty for a Master's of Nutrition program for wellness at Bastyr University in San Diego. Now, if you want to ask me a question, you can call in anytime. The number is 61-I-LOVE-OHD, where OHD stands for Optimal Health Daily. Or you can send a voice message in at oldpodcast.com. It's great because it's really easy and you can do as many takes as you like. Also, we're doing special raffles for people that submit a question you'll have a really good chance of winning books and lots more. So again, just come by oldpodcast.com to send in your question or call 61-I-LOVE-O-H-D. Before we get to today's question, here is our inspiring quote. As we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter words, but to live by them. John F. Kennedy. Hi, my question is about kombucha. I've been using kombucha now for over six months and I'm not feeling any of the health benefits. And I just wanted to know from your professional opinion, is kombucha worth the time and effort it takes to make it? Or is it just some sort of hippie drink that makes you want to feel like you are getting health benefits. Thank you. Hi, Maureen. Thank you for your question. If we wind the clocks back five years, it was likely no one had ever heard of kombucha. But now it seems like everyone is talking about it. While debated still, kombucha has supposedly been around and in use for hundreds of thousands of years and has been used to cure various ailments. Now, sometimes you might hear kombucha called Manchurian mushroom, but this term has fallen out of favor. In fact, to me, Manchurian mushroom kind of sounds like an illicit drug, so I'm glad they're not using this as often. But more importantly, calling it a mushroom is inaccurate because it's actually not a mushroom. It's really a gelatin-like substance that's a mixture of bacteria and fungi. Today, kombucha is often added to black tea and then allowed to sit or ferment for about a week. The hope with this process is that these presumably good bacteria and fungi disperse into the liquid. And then by drinking that liquid, it'll help improve your health. In fact, the word kombucha translates to tea made from seaweed. But this is also a bit of a misnomer because most commercially available kombucha tea has no seaweed in it. Go figure. As I mentioned, kombucha is basically made up of bacteria and fungi. And there are many different species of bacteria that exist and many different forms of fungi. So not all kombucha is created equal. The species of bacteria and fungi can vary depending on where and how it was grown. And unfortunately, some species of bacteria and fungi found in kombucha can be harmful to us, so we need to be careful. Now, what has kombucha tea been used for? 
A number of claims have been made about its medicinal qualities, everything from weight management to even curing cancer. Unfortunately, when we really get down to it, we find that kombucha tea may not be effective for improving or preventing any health condition or disease. You may hear of people regularly consuming kombucha tea and feeling better as a result, but at this time, we simply don't have the research to support its use. In fact, most of the research on the health benefits of kombucha were performed in Russia in the early 20th century. Nowadays, if something about kombucha does get reported, it's because someone had an adverse or negative reaction to it. Now, while it's considered non-toxic, the problem with kombucha we usually see is that depending on how and where it was grown and fermented, other unsafe microorganisms can grow and pose risks. Some of the reported side effects of consuming kombucha tea are nausea, lightheadedness, throat tightness, jaundice, which is a yellowing of the skin and the eyes, and maybe a sign that something's harming the liver, shortness of breath, and even unconsciousness. At this time, most healthcare professionals would discourage folks from making their own kombucha tea at home. While it can be assumed that commercially prepared kombucha is safer, it's not a guarantee. And since we simply don't have enough research to know for sure, we don't know how much of this stuff you should be consuming. So to answer your question, Maureen, I would say if you want to stop spending your precious time and hard-earned money on making kombucha tea, I wouldn't fault you for it. Thank you again so much for your question. Maureen, you're going to be entered into a very small raffle every month to win a free book from us. And if you want to be on this show and have a really good chance to win free books, come by oldpodcast.com to submit your question or call 61-I-LOVE-O-H-D. There's a good chance it'll be played and answered right here on the podcast. We just wrapped up 65 episodes of Optimal Health Daily. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you for sending in your questions definitely keep them coming. Thank you for sharing this podcast with someone. We're going to continue this show on Monday, where another post will be read to you by me and where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift, as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us, and remember, your optimal life awaits.